Welcome to Solutions, where men come out of the shadows to testify, giving tips in manhood, honor the codes of integrity, and give out real solutions for soul survival. Today, we have on the show a man of prestige, a man who cares about quality over quantity, a man who withstood trials but stood tall, a well-traveled man who leads by example. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the music enthusiast, full-time motivator, and businessman, it's Mozzie. Yo, that was a crazy intro. I, I came. What do I say after that? You know what I mean? What's good, man? <laughs> that was crazy. I never got an intro like that. <laughs> you deserve it. You're putting a lot of hard work out there. How you feeling? I'm good, brother. Blessed back in New York. Um, you know, doing my one-two again back on the Grizzly. Are you ready to drop these gems and answer these questions today? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hope they're gems, but I'll definitely answer your questions, though. <laughs> All right, let's get it started. What okay. person did you meet or see that gave you the drive towards the man you are today? Who or what defined you? Uh, What person I met, like, in person? That's what you mean, like, in person? In general, what person did you meet or see that, that drives you towards the man you are today? Oof. What defined you? Or who? Wow. Wow. I mean, uh, you know, the, the defining oneself, I think, doesn't even come from um, human interaction. I think that's a, that's, that's a, you know, that answer is more spiritual. You know, the higher being uh, gave you that, um, at least for me. Uh, but as far as mortals, uh, I would say definitely uh, my parents for sure. Um, and then along the way, there were people that I studied and, and, I, and I looked up to uh, for different aspects in my life, you know, uh, Malcolm X being one of them, uh, James Brown being another one when it comes to the to the lane of music. Um, but just, you know, a lot of times it's just regular people, man. I don't want to call them regular people, but it's just people that run of the mill people that you meet during the path of your life and the course of your life and they might just give you a drop a gem for you here and there that'll take you way farther than they even thought you know with them saying those statements so it's it's a lot man it's, it's a culmination of a lot of people um some of them unsung heroes you know what i mean i like the respect you have for the universe and for the gods and says you're mere mortals let me ask you this question what is two of the top gems you felt is so inspiring to you that you kept with you so far that you learned uh good question two of them there's one one is that i'm always a student no matter what always a student and then the second one is sometimes you gotta learn what not to do you know uh they asked the poet uh uh persian poetry is some of the most revered poetry in history right some of the best poets of all time came out of Persia. Uh, so one of them, uh, he was known for his manners along with his poetry and his knowledge. And somebody stopped him one day and was like, where did you learn your manners from? And he said, from the unmannered. So, you know, sometimes you just got to know what not to do. Absolutely. I, I used to say that when growing up without a father, I knew exactly how not to be a father, like how what I wouldn't teach my child or what I wouldn't do. I learned that from that situation. A lot of people don't realize absence in the presence of things is also a very good teaching moment. 
Now we spoke yep. about, you also said that your parents helped give you a mortal aspect of definition. Is there another gem that they gave you that you use to this day, a lesson they taught you? Um, yeah, they, you know, we, we think we know hard work until we really see what they went through, you know what I mean? Mm. So them being relentless, like they're relentless, uh, pressure bust pipes and persistence overcomes resistance type flow and, and, yeah. and, and, you know, drive is, is what, and, and a lot of it was leading by example, just watching them, you know what I'm saying? And that's the attitude and energy they always had. Absolutely. That means they did their job. If it's easy Work. for us, that means they really did their job. The question is, are we Work. doing ours? Is it going to be easier for the next generation? We'll see. We don't know yet, right? We don't know what we put in, what groundwork we laid out. So being that said, yeah. with those things that you carry with yourself today, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Do you have a vision board? Nah, hell no. <laughs> why do you, why do you say it like that? Speak to me about it. Damn vision board. Because a vision board is like, they're going to get revised like a million times. Like my vision board is right here. It's right here. It's, it's inside my head. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to knock it out. Instead of making a five-year plan, I'm going to make a one-week plan. Then next week, I'm going to make another one, another one, or one-month plan, a two-month plan, something like that. I'm not, I'm not going that far into the future because there's so many variables that we can't control that'll come in front of us, you know, saying blockades and obstacles, and look at look at Corona. You know, saying that's a perfect example. So no, I ain't got no vision board, but I got a, a daily vision board, a weekly vision board, maybe a biweekly. You know I mean? Hey, listen, listen, that's still a vision board, and it's all up here. It's all up yeah. here. But okay, <laughs> you have a pedantic vision board. It means very detailed, down to the moment, and you understand day to day processing, which is a lot of people don't even know how to do day-to-day -day process they know how to do six month process and we'll say six months i'll be here but they don't know how or what steps to take for a daily process what is one of the first steps you take to plan your day to make sure that you have it all organized um who to call and, and message that's very important because i will forget so it starts off with who i'm messaging and who i'm calling and then from there everything else falls falls in place absolutely staying in contact communication what yeah. what type of affirmations are you telling yourself every day to make sure you get up and be strong and be the man you need to be? Um, a lot of the affirmations that 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 um that occur with me is like it's it, it's too it's it's through prayer. So it's through salat and dua and like just praying praying to the Almighty. You know what I'm saying? So those those I feel the affirmations that that all the affirmations we need are there in 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 at least scripture that I follow or the, you know, school of thoughts that I follow. Um, everybody got their own, you know, path with that. But for me, that it's all written. So I just, I just try to follow that as much as I can, which is a difficult thing, but that that's, that's the journey, right? I love the fact that you said school of thoughts. I love that term. A lot of people don't really think about what's already been written, what you can learn from the past or, learn from what works what kind of energy really flows in this universe and you can get the, the manual but i often say most of us don't read the manual like back in the day when you got a, a vcr you just opened it up and pressed play and hit rewind and learn you didn't read the manual you didn't know you could set time recordings and all this other stuff back in the day you just you winged it 
And that's what a lot of right. people do. We wing stuff. We don't read the manuals of our laptop to see everything your laptop or your cell phone can do. So if we don't right. read that for for life. We don't read it for electronics. Might not read it for life either. And, and you know, the, the blueprints are there. It's like, why not? You know what I mean? Why not? That's definitely the answer. Why not? So here we are. You have your affirmations. You're doing your thing. You got your day-to-day vision board. How early did you start goal setting? When was goal setting a motivator for you? Um, damn, when I was a kid. I mean, goals slightly changed, but, you know, yeah, from when I was a kid, uh, I just said, I want to do this. And then, like, I, I just stuck to, a, like, let's say I had five goals. I stuck to, like, three of them and kept going. You know what I'm saying? I'm just throwing out numbers, but that's, you know, some of the original goals I had, I stuck to them and and, and relentlessly pushed forward. Like, what was some, what, what was the first time you chased that? Like, you was like, I got to have this. Even as a kid, what was the first thing that made you get up and say, this needs structure because I want this? Um, I always knew that uh, whatever talent, not always, but, you know, early enough, I knew that, you know, the talent that was given to us, everybody has a God-given talent that they have to hone, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I always knew that the talent that was given to me, it has to be, it has to be spread to the world for a greater good. So, you know, I always said, whatever I have, whatever tools I have, they were, they were gifts to me. So I have to be able to, to, give that gift back to the world in some way, shape or form. Energy, you know, energy never dies. It just circulates and, and transforms and reconfigurates, but it's always still there. So I had to take that and, and channel it. You know what I'm saying? So I always said I was going to do that. And, and I've been trying and working toward that ever since. Absolutely. You have a goal and you have a North Star. There's nothing ha- wrong with having a North Star. Right. What can you say what books kind of propelled you prepared you besides the book about scriptures and the things you read? What other books you think saved your life within business, within life, within relationships? Yeah, I ain't read a book since I don't even know. I'll read articles, I'll read like you know, stuff sent to me. I I'll read like magazines and stuff, but I I ain't read a book, bro, and I don't even probably since high school, dog. Listen, I'm a researcher. And, as I well. read comic books. Comic books. Yeah. Hey, hey, listen, that's a book. Like, for example, I'm a big time researcher, so I don't get to read a lot of books. So I do a lot of reading like you do. I do a lot of research articles and this and that information. But I've always liked to hear about what books other people are reading to see how much the kinetic energy really flows between the men I interview or whether you do read or not. There's no judgment upon you. But I just want to know what were you reading? I mean, (laughs) Spider-Man. Hey, listen, I haven't read a comic book and I don't know how long. My brother reads comic right. books all the time, though. Right. Absolutely. I mean, look, Spider-Man live a real life, bro. He like he's saving the city, but then he has he has an assignment due. He got to pay rent. His aunt is sick. Like he got he got a lot of problems, bro. So it's like, you know, we all are superheroes in our own right, but then we got a real life as well. You know what you're doing right now is is some superhero stuff, but you still got to you still got responsibilities after you turn this computer off, right? You got to handle yeah. a bunch of other things. So, so yeah. yeah, man, we all we all Peter Parker, Spider Man. You know what I mean? In a certain way, I like I like that analogy. We all Peter Parker, Spider Man in our own way. 
So here we are. You're making your goals, you're setting, you're making your rounds, you're believing in yourself, using that universal energy. And right now you're focusing on who you got to be, the best version of yourself to shine your light, connect people, make sure you're messaging people, telling them that the best connection is communication. Through all that, who you are today, what did you sacrifice? Oof. Sacrificed um, money, making money, making more money than, than, than I would have. Um, if I didn't make these sacrifices, um, I sacrificed uh, a lot of sleep, a lot of sleep. Mm. Um, and then, you know, uh, sacrificed material things. So those are the three things I think were the most sacrificed. You know, the first thing I've, time I've heard it, I've done so many of these shows. First time I heard somebody say, they say time, but no one has ever said sleep. <laughs> right now that's that's a real thing like i, I you made me you made my, my made me think like i do sacrifice a lot of sleep i do i went to, I, I went to a herbologist right um a few years ago and he like he could look at your like eye color the white of your eyes he could look at your tongue he could like just feel around your like back and stuff and then tell you what's wrong with you and one of the first things he said he said you don't get enough sleep and that's going to cut your cut your years back if you don't sleep more you know what i'm saying so mm. yeah sleep is important bro sleep, sleep more important. so are you getting sleep today are we are we getting some sleep hell now? no <laughs> hell no <laughs> you still out here getting it talk still to me here, boy Talk to me about one of your lowest moments, but I just don't want to know about any moment. I want to know how you got up. This is for the people who might be listening right now and say, I, I too am going through this same thing. And I, this is how you got up. Maybe I can try it. Just give me an example of a lowest moment you have. And, but please tell us how you got up. Okay. So my lowest moment was definitely at the age of 30. At the age of 30, I had, I lost my job. Um, I tore my Achilles. Uh, my um, my uh, engagement was broken off, and I was homeless. Mm. So, <laughs> it was bad. But we back. It was bad. <laughs> we back. How did was bad? And I was broke. Um, obviously, I was broke. So um, I looked at it this way. I was like, look. There's a mountain of problems. I never lost faith. That's first and foremost. Right. Second, I looked at it like, yo, there's a mountain of problems ahead of it in front of me, right? Mountain of, of things that I got to worry about. I can't be like juggernaut, put my head down and attack full force or full speed ahead. I'm going to just fall on my face. So I was like, all right, instead of doing it that way, instead of trying to get a bulldozer, I'm going to get, or dynamite explosives, I'm going to get a hammer, like a chisel and a hammer. I'm going to just tap away, chisel away, break away, one by one, little by little, little by little. And sure enough, within a year, things started getting back on, on you know, on cue, step by step. So if you're overwhelmed like that, in my opinion, step back, look at the whole panoramic view, Pull out the hammer and chisel and start chipping away. You know what I mean? You can't, you can't attack it all at once. 
it's funny that you don't read a lot of books. I, I believe there's a book that explained that analogy. I think in Who Stole My Cheese? If I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken. Listen, man, experience is the best teacher. Yeah. Know? Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. Experience and a mentor are the best teachers, right? You get a mentor who has already experienced it so they can guide you through it. So what yeah. did it, so just give me a little bit more detail. So you got up every day and said, I'm going to tackle these things, which is going to lead to this mountain being crumbled. Right. Well, the first thing was like, all right, I got to fix my, my, I got to make sure my leg is fixed. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that, you know, when you've toyed, tell your Achilles ain't nothing, but you just got to give it time. So I just found easier ways to, to do things. I want to announce my first book, 10 Most Effective Ways to Reignite Self-Love. It's a deep reflection and deep dive into yourself, how to make yourself better overall. Check it out. It's available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. If you want more info, email me at solutionsformen at sheen1.com or the author at sheen1.com. Let me know. You can RSVP one if you like. Now back to the show. And then I'll just figure it out from this. Save money doing this, you know, figure out some paper from this side, you know, little hustles. And then as that happened, um, you know, allocated money to different things. My leg got better, um, but I had to deal with treatment. Luckily, I, I didn't have insurance, but I had this thing called, it was like charity care or something like that. They just looked me out. So that, yeah, that was a blessing. Um, so yeah, you know, just step by step, man. Like pulled money from here. This person helped me from there. You know, this person sent me money. You know, another person gave me, gave me a little bit of a job I could do. So it's like, you know, just, that relentless, that relentless energy, man. When you when you have that relentless energy, like I'm not gonna fail, it goes a long way. Hey man, listen, I can relate. I'll tell you a quick story about myself. I remember mm. I was a newly married man and I was in the, in the industry trying to rap, trying to do all these things and it just wasn't going in my favor financially. And mm -hmm. it hit a wall where I was supposed to have some money to help move and do some things around my house. And my wife was like, you don't have the money? I said, nah, I don't have it. So it, it turned into a heated argument because I just didn't have it. But I was always the guy who had it. <clears throat> I went for a walk to clear my mind. I tell you this, it's nothing but God. I went for a walk to clear my mind. 10 minutes into my walk, a strange car pulls up next to me. And it's a guy from the military. He says, yo, can you help me move? I'll give you $300 today if you help me move. Well, you didn't know him? I didn't know him. He pulled up in a truck. He had the military outfit on. And, I, and most people are like, you better not get in that truck. It's dangerous. I didn't see it like that. I said, really? He was like, yeah. Hopped in the car with him. I helped him move washers and dryers. It took like three hours. He gave me $300. I walked back in my house and had the money and everything we need, plus a little bit of change. And mm. that's how I knew I should never give up on the things I'm trying to do. Yeah. yeah like the, the correction is coming. Now, you just got to wait. Yeah. And, and, you know, patience and re-strategizing is important. Yeah. Um, but, you know, some people do the same thing and expect a different turnout. Like, you got to do it differently. Switch it up if you want a different turnout. That's why I always got to be a student. You know what I mean? So Absolutely. Absolutely. But it just sometimes, you know, when you think you're not doing the right thing, you may, money is not everything. But sometimes the universe will make a correction for you to make sure you, you stay a little bit focused, a little bit longer. Keep digging with that hammer a little bit longer until you strike gold. So I like, I like yeah, the fact that you said that. Yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy the, 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 the signs and blessings that come in your path 
when you need them the most in ways that you do not expect. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. I could have said good. I could have said no, nah, nah, I ain't getting your truck, man. But how you know God didn't send a message? Send that to me. Some yeah. people, some people overlook certain things. They yeah. send. I was. Send I, remember, I remember I was in um in Tanzania a couple years ago, and um this this I had a certain situation that I was dealing with, and it was very unfortunate because it was a horrible turnout. Like me and the dealings that I had with these people was very, very. It was very, very unfortunate. Very bad. It put me in a very angry place. I was mad. I'm not getting into details of what it was, but it was some bad dealings on their part. And, you know, I was like, I came all the way out here, this, that, and a third, and this yeah. is what it is. Like, this is horrible. This is, this is so bad. I was so angry. And I was walking around in this little mini mall area. I was fuming. Like, there was like steam coming out of my ears, right? <laughs> I turned the corner. As angry as I was, the level 11 you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. turn the corner little girl she couldn't have been more than like five years old and she turns to me and says hi with the biggest smile <laughs> you know she she made me do a, my energy did a 180 and she just lit up with her smile and then it lit me up you know what i'm saying yeah and i was like what 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 sorcery was that <laughs> so i smiled back at her and i just stood there frozen right and i couldn't believe that just by her smile and her saying hi to me that did that bro i turned around she was gone she she wasn't she disappeared she disappeared bro and i was like yo when they say even a smile is charity it's so true. It, it could change somebody's whole day. Now, when I think about your story, I just think about the timing that girl had to have to catch you around that corner at that time. Like, yo, I, I'm, I, I'm convinced that was it. I'm convinced she was an angel because I turned I around, know. she was gone. How did a little girl like that disappear, bro? Just like out of nowhere. Right. right. It wasn't even crowded. It wasn't even crowded. It's like right. a couple other people around me. It was crazy. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> No, no, I no, no, I, I agree with you, man. I believe blessings come through people. And the timing gets set up so you walk, you run into each other a certain amount of time. Do you know how much work that is from the gods to make sure all these people run into these people at a certain amount of times and make sure things flow correctly? Mm. The multiverse. Let me not <laughs> get into all of that, right? All right. I appreciate you sharing that with me. Woo, let's bring the energy back and let's have a good time. I got a fun question for you here. Okay. Wait, those weren't fun questions. Those were fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, fun means we're going to have a little fun with these questions right here. Because I kind of like... Lighthearted. More lighthearted. No, they ain't going to be harder. They, well, some of them later light, on. Light, light, no, I said lighthearted. Light yeah, yeah. lighthearted. What have you procrastinated on and why? Oh, my God. I procrastinated on uh, learning how to make beats because... I'm scared of buttons and wires. So um, <laughs> this year though is the year. Buttons and wires. You have to give a small backstory of why you're scared of buttons and wires. Man. I mean, it's just, you, you've been into a studio recording. So you know what I mean? Buttons and wires and knobs and levers and, yeah, and stuff scary. that moves by itself. Yeah, I see it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. That's scary. That's yeah. scary. You know? you know, it's different <laughs> from putting a pen to a pad and then rapping like or singing or whatever. On a microphone, these is 
real buttons <laughs> real well, wires well just remember this before they was real buttons somebody had to create it so that means they had to learn on the fly like you about to do yeah I, I'm, I'm gonna do it though this this is the year I, I, I'm, year looking, I, I'm looking forward I'm to hear some of these beats i want to hear them now now you scaring me <laughs> <laughs> might have to come out of retirement me and joe buttons <laughs> come out the pod you know what i mean how is it how important is it to leave to leave where you're from to develop yourself to where you go? So basically get out of your comfort zone. Is that what you're asking? Get out of your comfort zone, get out of your neighborhood, get out of your surroundings, anything, whether you leave it mentally oh, or physically. Big. Listen, it's very important. Physically, especially I I'm, I'm for me, I've been to 52 countries and counting, like, and a lot of them multiple times. And you know, I had to explore the world to really understand everything. So like, to me, it's very important. It just opens up your mind and your soul and and, and just to see how different people live and, and, and even deal with their cultures. And it's just amazing, bro, it's amazing. So it's Absolutely. very important for me. Absolutely. What was the biggest like, culture shock? What culture shock and what country was it where you had a huge culture shock? Yo, this. Bro, <laughs> this is crazy. Yo. yo, I was in Uganda, right? No, oh. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about to say? No, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Don't know what you about to say. Don't know. Yeah, yeah. I was in Uganda, and we went to this village that was like seven hours away from the capital. So seven hours away from Kampala. So, you know, I'm not gonna get into detail what we were doing there. We are doing some dope, really, really dope stuff there. So we we're on our way to go go handle some of that. Beautiful things. The people, by the way, the people in Uganda are amazing, beautiful people. Like some of the kindest people I've ever met. So we're there in that village and there's like a parade and a march and people are celebrating in the streets. I'm like, what's going on? Like, I was hyped. I was like, yo, can we get out of the car and like join them? And, and the, the, my boy was like, nah, 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 we gotta keep going. We gotta keep, keep it moving. I was like, all right, what's going on? Like, what are they celebrating? <laughs> yo, they were celebrating. I don't know how PG you want me to be, but no, you can say, say, say whatever you want. <laughs> they were celebrating cutting the foreskin off of like a, I think like a 15 year old boy. Oh man. And they, they celebrate that, but they don't, they wait till he's a, like that, that initiates him to be a man. Like that, that makes him a man once that's done in public. I'd rather, I'd rather be 15 with hours no old. With no anesthesia, nothing like that. That's what makes him a man. Like, so they do that publicly. It's a big, it's a big celebration. And yeah, it's crazy. I couldn't believe it. But I mean, if if man. if he could withstand that pain, then in my book, he's a man. You know what I mean? So it's, it's a rite of passage. It's a rite of passage. Yeah, right. right. And they were celebrating like they were on the street, hundreds of people celebrating it. So parading down, marching down the street. So I was like, all right. But it was. So I mean, it was just for one one guy. Oh, it was just one guy. Of- at that time, I don't know if they do it. I don't know if they do it for a bunch of people certain times, but that time it was one guy. 
That's amazing. Whoever this one I guy didn't see was, the guy, but I saw the people. And whoever this one guy was, <laughs> he had a good time that day. <laughs> or did he? I mean, it's painful, you know? Yeah. Imagine no you're 15 years old, that happened to you. More power to him, man. More power to him, man. They're they're a lot stronger <laughs> than, than we know. You know what I mean? They they but yeah, so that was that was that was that was a big culture shock. I, I didn't. You know. That would be a culture shock for me too. As many places I've been, I understand that how that could be a culture shock. Absolutely, absolutely. Now I have this deep, deep question I like to ask. It's a little bit intrusive. So you don't have to a- answer it if you do not want to. But drop a gem if you can. Are you ready? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wait, wait, you got it. Is it a question or just drop any kind of gem? No, it's it's a, it's a question I have to ask. I want to ask. It's it's very intrusive. Okay. So if you do not want to answer the question, I understand, but drop a gem around it if you can. Okay, even if I don't answer, give you a, a political answer. Yeah, if you want to. If you want to get into the question, okay. we can. Are you ready? Uh, I agree. What was abusive to you that you thought was love? Hmm. I can answer that. So... I think everybody goes through this at least once in their life where they're in a relationship where um, they lose themselves. They're not themselves. And it's whether it's on purpose or just in the other person's character, their manipulative ways or um, abusive ways causes you to become like that. And you allow it. Um, so, uh, in one way, shape or form, I think people go through this at least once in their life. So I was in a relationship where, um, the woman was, was, she was abusive and manipulative, but I didn't even see that because I was so lost in the love of it, um, that I lost myself and almost became a different person. And then like, I was right at the edge, you know what I'm saying? And then I caught myself. I was like, man, this isn't me. What am I doing? I'm not even myself anymore. You know what I'm saying? And, but and how, I, how did you recognize it? Because I realized the trauma that that person had went through in their life was, it was crazy the things she had went through. So she was just projecting that abuse and trauma to me, whether she knew it or not. I don't know if she was doing it on purpose to this day, or I think part of it was uh, she was doing it subconsciously, but she was projecting a lot of that on me. And once I realized how much trauma she went through, I was like, she, that's being projected onto me. You know, like hurt people hurt people. You know what I'm saying? That's what was happening. And before I got caught in a spiral and that whirlwind fully, I pulled myself out and, and, and I realized it. And, and, you know, never again, like, that never happened again because I realized that. So you realize it. My question at follow up after that is how long did it take for you to accept it to make an action upon it? Mm, like when did, how long it took me to realize it? No, you when you after you realized it, after how long did it take for you to accept it? Sometimes we realize things and we compartmentalize and we say, you know, I, I know this is happening to me. I can handle it. But how, how long did it take for you to accept the Why fact now? Like less than two months yeah less than two months I, I, over a month but less than two months i think 
I think you're right about most of us do go through that because we don't take the time to find out who we are first and what we really like about ourselves, or there's really a lack of teaching of what we should be really looking for in companionship. There's some basic levels to that. And I think that we can all teach and all talk about. So I appreciate you sharing that with us today. Word. Absolutely. Absolutely. So how did you handle that? After you found out all these things, you just completely stepped away or there was it a small, a short process? Um, I shitted on her. And then I just, <laughs> and, uh, hey, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, my bad. I didn't mean to curse, but um, no, you, it's okay, man. It's, it's a grown man show. You can say whatever you like. Yes, yeah, so I did that, and then just you know, was mature about it afterwards. Like on some, like what would Jesus do? You know what I mean? Like be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I didn't. I wasn't totally vengeful and totally uh, vicious, but. You know, I was firm and and stern. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was for yourself. Huh? You had to do it for yourself. Yeah, word. But, you know, I, I, I was a little disrespectful in the beginning, but then I pulled back and, and, and handled it, you know, on some grown man level. So. Well, that's good that you noticed that and you made those corrections. A lot of people don't even know how to stand up for themselves. They don't want to be seen as the bad person or how that might look in the public eye at the end of the day. A lot of us, when you choose yourself, you can't really worry about what everybody else has to say because you know you made the best decision for you. Yeah, and and you know what? I I don't even know, like, um, her trauma caused her to be very self-centered so and selfish. And till this day, I don't even know if she understands how she is or if she understood what she did or if she's, trying to point fingers at me or maybe realizing and not admitting it. Like, I don't know. I don't know where she is in her head, but I just have to get away. You know what I'm saying? I I feel you. I understand that a thousand percent. Appreciate you sharing that with us. Now leads me to my next question, which I love to ask my guests because I love to hear their stories. Are you ready? (laughs) Did you ever get a sex talk? Who or what gave you sex education? Oh, my mother when I was five years five years old. Shout out to your moms. Because listen, a lot of she us got, don't. You know, she she got a book from the library, and oh. showed me in the book they had like drawings and stuff. So she was like, "Look, this what happens, and then this what happens." I'd rather you hear from me and from this book before you go into school. And all these little kids tell you some wild stuff. So, shout out to your moms. Listen, <laughs> I, I interview many men on this show. And a lot of them found out about sex through the streets, through hearsay, through things that didn't make sense, you know, through sayings, through peer pressure, through family members. Yeah, you jumped off the porch yet, you got in and you ain't know you ain't a man if you ain't had none yet. Like all those types of things. Why do you think we shy away from those kind of talks? Your mom gave you a great talk at a great time. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy because my mother's religious, you know what I'm saying? Like she's she's on her dean. Um, So... Wow, for I was surprised then. I'm still surprised to this day that she took that initiative. But she was a young mother too, so I think that that helped. Um, I think it's super important, man. There's so many things that come if you make a wrong decision from having sex. <laughs> it just is. Like you know, there's legal issues outside of that. You make creating another life. You're responsible. You're attached, and then it's also very fun. But it leads to a lot of emotional things that you might not be ready for. So if you have a conversation, if it's fluid. And you understand what's going on. You understand what you're doing. You understand the repercussions. Should there be a should there be a basic training program amongst men? A level of skill traits given out 
to the community. I'm talking about financial literacy, communication, change of tire, change of tie, gardening, general wealth building. And I'm talking outside the church, outside the Boys and Girls Club. I'm talking about straight community base where your next door neighbor is teaching you different things and your other neighbors teaching you things. And we are a community of trying to grow each other so we can have a basic level of communication. When we step out of this hood, we have this level of intelligence that we can go interact with the rest of the world. We're not waiting on schools. We're not waiting on churches. We're waiting on only us, the people. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. In a perfect world, do you think we could reach it in this world? Yeah, I mean, yo, they have like Alcoholics Anonymous, Gamblers Anonymous. These are all things that are aftermath, you know, things that come as an aftermath. Whereas we can have these th these kind of classes you talk about and take preventative measures, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like kind of like being into being into herbs and natural healing as a preventative measure rather than waiting till you get a sickness and then pumping yourself with all these drugs. I'm not saying that the medical field is wrong. It, it's very helpful, but if we use a mixture of both, you know what I'm saying? It could help. So yeah, so going back to what you were saying, yeah, I think in a preventative way, we should have this in the community. But Absolutely. We talked offline before about different exercises that we can use to strengthen our bodies. And I was unaware of that information. So those type of things, me finding out this late, where I could have been practicing for years, look how much stronger we both could have been if we found out about it years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They, you know, they didn't, they didn't teach me in my neighborhood to stretch before I do anything. It's just go in, you know, just get on a basketball court, play, get yeah. on it. You know, in a cipher and dance or whatever you do. Um, I wish, you know, I learned about stretching when I was a kid. But then again, now, you know, it's so available online. We we didn't have that when I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? So I wish we had that. <laughs> when they say stuff like, did you stretch? I used to be like, nope, I didn't stretch. I don't have to. I'm young. Like, <laughs> that's the kind of stuff I used to say. I don't know why. But now I stretch. I get it now. 1,000%. Hell yeah. All right, check this out. So let's get into these questions about relationships. You mind? I want to poll you. I want to know the top three things you want in a woman. And I just, and sometimes when I ask this question, I want to hear one answer, but let's see what you got. It's totally subjective, whatever you want to say, but what are your top three things that Mozzie wants in a woman? Uh, loyalty, respect, and support. Loyalty, respect, and support. <laughs> I often ask everyone to always put intelligence in there because you wanted to meet a certain level. But loyalty, respect, and support is absolutely foundational. And I hope women are listening to hear all the things men mentioned that they want in their lives. So loyalty, respect, and support in that order? No, no, no. It's no, no particular order. Just I, they're I all important. I think respect is so much important, so important. Yeah. Respect is super important. I think in anything you do, even walking through life with anyone, whether you're in a relationship, people think relationships is about you know intimacy. No, relationships is communication. Relationships is relationships. And we should always yep. have respect within them, right? Absolutely. Now, I'm going to put you in the husband chair for a second here. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather have a great woman or a great wife? Say that again. As a husband, would you have a, have a great woman or a great wife? Great woman. Great Explain. Woman. Explain. Because the attributes of a wife can be 
negotiated. And, mm. and you know, you could come to a, a, a middle ground and an agreement, you know what I'm saying? Because the relationship one man has with their wife is not the same as another one. They have different standards for each other, different marriages, right? But a great woman, like, that's the foundation, you know what I'm saying? You can't really... You can't really sit there and teach that. That's that's gotta been that that had to have been molded throughout the years. Absolutely, great answer, man. I appreciate that. If they were giving out awards, would you rather have Father of the Year or Man of the Year? Man of the Year. <laughs> I ain't no father yet, so. <laughs> I mean, but still, explain why you chose it. Um, because. Of, of uh, 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 a son or daughter needs to look up to their parent uh, and if they have if they are man of the year that's a lot to look up to you know what I'm saying um, again the father thing could be learned could be they could learn and, and get there but to be a, the man of the year you gotta have way more things under your belt you know what I'm saying so I love that answer, man. So my next question is this. How do I approach a man I have problems with? Establishing the value. Uh, you just walk up to him, smack him in his face. That's <laughs> 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 uh, How that would, do you... That would be the Bronx way. <laughs> <laughs> how would you approach a man that you had a problem with? Yeah. I Yo, anytime I had a problem with somebody, I just told them. Unless it was a, it was a... It was a scenario or a setting where I couldn't. So mm. I'll give you an example. I had a problem with this dude not too long ago. And I knew if I if I stepped him in that setting that I saw him in that that night, mm. it would have been problems. Either I would have went off or he would have went off or both of us would have. And the person who was holding that event, I had extreme respect for so I wouldn't mm. jeopardize their event and 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 ruin it, or maybe potentially ruin it. So I I, I fell back, only because of the respect I had for that person who's throwing the event. But normally, if I had a problem with somebody, you know, taking those factors out, I would just and I have I go up to them like, listen, you did this and this. I don't like that. I have a problem with that. Like. You know, that's it. I'm straightforward. I don't. I don't beat around the bush, and I don't come at you. I don't. I don't come at people with the intent of violence, but I. I do come at them with uh, a blunt, a blunt, and straightforward approach. I mean, it's integrity, right? If two yeah. men can have two men can have a conversation about whatever, and right. then they can they can make decisions whether they're going to take it further. That's up to them. But I get it. And and I've done that before with with um with having in the back of my mind that all right this might it might pop off so i gotta be ready for that yeah. and guess what it didn't they would either apologize or explain themselves so right. you know right. you gotta give people opportunity to be who they're gonna be right right absolutely i came up with something called operating at 100 and what i mean by that is i took five categories purpose health confidence money and knowledge again that's purpose health, confidence, money, and knowledge, all worth 20% each, all adding up to 100%. Purpose means you're living in your purpose, doing your work every day. Health means you're praying, meditating, working out, eating correctly, exercising. Confidence means you're doing it all without any fear. 
Money means you saved a little money, invested a little money, spent a little money, and knowledge is you took in some new information. So Mr. Mozzie, I ask you, within the last 24 hours, out of purpose, health, confidence, money, and knowledge, how much 100% of 100% have you been operating out? Whoa, that was a lot of information. <laughs> Rewind, select oh. I, I came up with something called operating at 100%. I took five okay. categories worth 20% each. Purpose, okay. health, confidence, money, and knowledge. Purpose okay. meaning, yeah, okay, you got it? So, so purpose, 20%. That, that 20% is the highest, right? Yeah, 20% is the highest. 20%. What's the next one, health? Yes, sir. Health, past 24 hours, 15%. Okay. What's the next one? Confidence, no fear. Doing everything with no fear. 20, 25%. <laughs> Money made, saved, or invested. Oh, man. 5%. <laughs> and knowledge. Knowledge, like something that I learned? Yeah, new information. I ain't really new, learned nothing new in the past 24 hours. So about 5%. So 5, so look, five, 20, 5, 5, 15, 25, 75%. Wait, wait, 20, 20, 15, 5, 5. What's that? Yeah. It's 75. Right, that? There you go. No, no. 20, 20, 15, 5, 5. No, that's 70. Well, that's 80%. No. Really? No, I'm bugging. <laughs> Wait, you got me thinking crazy right now. That's 65%. That's 65%. Yeah, there you go. 65%. Great. Well, listen, you know what you got to do to get closer to your goals. Got to up this money and we got to up these learning health goals. No, no, no. Learning, right. learning experience. Oh, learning and money, learning and money. Yeah, we got to get it up. Once you get it up and you get operating close to 95%, man, life is so much better out here in these streets. You feel me? I appreciate you, man. Thank you, sir. You are now part of the Silhouette Boys Club. It is people like you who move in the shadows to help people like me shine. Now, before you go, we love to get referrals for the show. Is there anyone you would love to come on this show, drop gems and answer these questions? Oh my God, there's so many. Uh... I got to think about it, but there's a lot. I, I could, Give us one or two people you think would be awesome on this show. Um, My boy, J.O., I do a, um, I do a, he, work, he works for me and I also do a podcast with him. Uh, he'll be good for this. Um, uh, who else will be good for this? Shout out to J.O. We'd love to see you come on. You did? You, you, you interviewed Berto already? Yeah, I got Berto already. <laughs> um, let's see who else. Um, damn, there's so many, bro. There's so many. J.O. for sure. Um, and then probably, I got to think about it because I don't, I, you know, there's just so many. Bro. There's so many moving parts. I got you, man. Well, I appreciate you coming on. Is there any information you'd love to leave the people who watch this show that I can follow you, support you, anything you're doing today? Yes, I have. I have an EP out now with um, with Jaleo Beats. He did the whole he did the whole EP. Um, hundred. I put out every album EP project. I put out hundred percent of it goes of the profits go to a charity. So this one in particular, we're trying to raise enough money to build at least two um, clean water wells in East Africa. We already mm -hmm. built one on on another project that I had did um, in Uganda. So we're trying to build two more in different places in East Africa. Um, and that one well supplies about 12 to 1500 people with clean water. So just imagine if we had two of them 
in different places. Um, and that that's, you know, that's what I'm really grinding on now. And just stay in touch, man. Soulpurposecrew.com. Soulpurposecrew.com. I uh, see the logo on the back. Um, and social media for IG, TikTok, Twitter, and all that is It's Mazi. I-T-S-M-A-Z-Z-I. I-T-S-M-A-Z-Z-I. I'm a cool dude. Talk to me. I'm approachable. Let's, let's build. Absolutely, sir. And I'll make sure I put all that stuff in the link for everyone. Let's get this fresh water to the people of East Africa and all around the world. Let's support Mozzie and what he's doing. This is one of the good ones, ladies and gentlemen. For those listening, you can reach me at solutionsformen at gmail.com or info at sheem1.com to be a guest on the show. Holler at me on Clubhouse, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the streets if you see me. Before oh, we yeah, go. Clubhouse too. Yeah, check me on Clubhouse. <laughs> yeah, check Mozzie on Clubhouse. Mozzie's Absolutely. So- yeah, I got I got to get with you on Clubhouse. That would be cool. It has to have a room. Yeah. Before we go, we end with a quote for Dr. Miles Monroe. True success is not measured by how much you have done or accomplished. It's not compared to what others have done or accomplished. True success is what you have done compared to what you could have done. In other words, living to the maximum is competing with yourself. It's living up to your own true standards and capabilities. Success is satisfying your own personal passion and purpose in pursuit of personal excellence. So question of the day question of your life are you maximizing your life ladies and gentlemen this has been solutions for men i'd like to thank my guest mozzie make sure y'all support him shout out to everybody this is shame one peace and blessings